Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Farron, what? We are in a new mini-series. We did it. We did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another one. Yeah. And it, this is episode 92, and we are reading Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. Yes, and we are dreaming big. I do think it is important to point out that this book was released in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Just Bob. Think. Yeah, we've interviewed some authors on the show, and we know not from our own experiences, but theirs, how much work goes into writing a book, publishing a book, and then like launching a book. And so all the blood, sweat, and tears. He has this book coming out called Dream Big, and then... The corona hits. Not the Ronies. Yeah, but um, I think it's the just right book for 2020. I agree. I think a lot of people had some time maybe to think or to do or to rest, and maybe they are feeling refreshed to ready and see what they need to do next. Yeah, and definitely um, had to reinvent themselves probably a little bit during these times. Get creative. So this book is broken down into seven parts, and we are going to chip away. That's a lot of parts. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're just hitting part of part one. Part one of part one. part one. Wow. We we do this. That's really good. That was really good. So let's just segue right into chapter one. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out chapter one. Chapter one is titled, Don't Go Alone. So if you're tuning into the podcast, you are checking off this first box because you are, in fact, in our book study, witty and gritty community. Yes. Welcome. Yes. Welcome indeed. By proxy, you are now stuck with us for as long as you wish to be on this roller coaster of fun. Roller coaster. We'll find you. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, it's important to not go alone. We weren't meant to live this life alone we weren't meant to be alone obviously god's the one that needs to take number one there but community just other humans like-minded humans and even getting in the right circles so some we'll talk about this later but maybe you're in the wrong room or you're not in the right circle and we'll we'll get to that yeah so if you want to join our community and stay involved stay in communication you can follow us a lot of different places yes like the facebook I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Also the Instagrams. <laughs> Is that the one with like all the pictures? With the things and the squares. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> swipe up or down. Yeah. Uh, we're not quite to the swipe up level, but we'll get there yes. with your help. Share with your friends. And also Pinterest. That's a lovely, happy place if you would like to find some lovely, happy pens. Yes. And we then can frolic through Pinterest together. Oh, yeah. You know, I could just get lost in that. I do. 
Mm -hmm. I do, in fact. (laughs) It's a good time suck, though, so it's fine. And then our site, which is wittyandgritty.blog. It's a great place to find all of our resources, uh, the show notes for all the episodes, all in one place. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Check it out. You can even get a free five-minute mini journal if you subscribe. How much? Five-minute mini journal for free. For free. Zero dollars and zero cents. Awesome. I am there. Yeah. All right. So, again, chapter one, don't go alone. You are already doing it. You are with us. We got you. Chapter two is titled The Thermometer. And the subtitle is, we are all going to mess up. So what I love about Bob Goff books is that you smile the entire time you read it because it's hilarious. You feel a bunch of different emotions, but I can always look back and think about smiling through all of his books, which is great. So there's fun stories in all of them. There's something that evokes emotion in each chapter. But this story, he tells about a thermometer, um... He one time he was sick and he was checking his temperature, but he also has kids, so kid thermometers. You can connect the dots on how that worked out for him. But yes, so funny stories for people without kids. There are certain thermometers that go certain places and therefore should not be put in your mouth. (laughs) But if you'd like to hear more about that story, (laughs) as always, we encourage you to get your own copy of the book. But yeah, so um, chapter two is all about you know messing up and not being perfect and before we started recording we were trying to think of personal anecdotes is the c pronounced in anecdotes anecdotes there you go and and, um i was trying to think and there's so many times i mess up it, it was hard to choose one but i like in this chapter how he talks about the section where we do dumb things for acceptance or because we don't really know who we are and that all these mistakes end up reminding us that we are in fact human and that we don't have it all figured out. So my seventh grade cringeworthy story is I need to give them fake names to protect their identities. Oh, yes, sure. Okay, I don't think they listen. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't think of names and I'm going to say their name anyway. So we'll go with first names. So I had um, a couple of friends, uh, both girls named Megan and Kevin, and then there was a boy named Kurt. And you know how dating works in those days. Someone says they like someone, the mutual friends find Mm -hmm. out they like each other. In my head, they played matchmaker. That's your job as a friend. So it's a great way to teach not communicating in relationships. Yes, this is layered with sarcasm. So <laughs> if you can't read between the lines. Yeah. Maybe you need to go see our faces on the YouTubes. Anywho, so me and Kevin find out that Kurt likes Megan. And Megan likes Kurt. Why not like have them get together? Yeah. There was like a dance coming up. Let's meddle with people's lives. They could go to the dance together but not actually hang out or dance together. Right? What? Middle school stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Right? Put apart if you did. Yeah. Well, so I told Kurt that Megan liked her. Isn't this perfect? Because Kurt likes Megan. Mm-hmm. Alas. <laughs> Turns out he's like, Yeah, no, no, I don't I don't know. Dear God. <laughs> but but what? <laughs> you literally said you did. So now Megan's going to find out because that's just how middle school works. So I tell Megan. <laughs> Megan has decided she does not like him so much anymore either. Okay. 
who knows if that was after the news or before. But I'm feeling awful. What can I do to fix it? Tell me anything. Mm. She says, why don't you tell him that you were lying and you actually like him? Oh, yeah. I said, okay, because I was like, it doesn't matter. He doesn't like me. So in the rules of boyfriend, girlfriend, middle school relationships. Yeah, there's a handbook. I'm going to say I like him. He's going to say, I don't like you, which is going to be fine because I don't really like him. I don't like like him him anyway. (laughs) So I say. It's like an episode of The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. No one was bold or beautiful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I go and I tell him, Kurt, I was just kidding. Megan didn't really like you. I was lying. I liked you. And he goes, that's crazy because I like you too. Undo it. Undo it. Undo it. (laughs) And I said, oh. (laughs) To to which he says, you want to go to the dance together? Nah, crap. I'm sick. Yes. And you said yes. (laughs) I do. I was just looking for some acceptance, people. Um, And just making it worse. And I, in fact, I mean, he was a nice guy. Nice, cool, good kid. There just wasn't that layer of seventh grade romanticism. <laughs> no sparks in these eyes. Uh, but again, really nice guy. We were all friends. Uh, so I went to the dance with him, which was, again, awkward. Because, I don't know, supposedly mm-hmm. he liked me. So I did what any middle schooler would do and waited two weeks and then we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it was pretty painful. But I learned in that moment that I just needed to cut my losses in the beginning. But Mm -hmm. I wanted to be accepted so bad, I would do anything to get that friendship back where it needed to be. Mm. And so I'd like to tell you that I don't do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not the dating guys part, but the like not saying things to people please others. It's something I'm working on. And if I find myself digging that hole, I usually stop before it gets much deeper but yeah I think it's just the common humanity experience of everybody makes the cringeworthy experience happen oh yeah so this whole premise of part one (laughs) chapter two the thermometer is that everybody makes mistakes everybody messes up you can't stop yourself from starting just because it's not perfect and it turns out that God he loves us nonetheless yeah We don't have to be perfect. And if you're having a hard time starting something, whether you're a perfectionist and you struggle with that, we have the Everything is Figure Outable mini-series. It's episodes 40 through 51, and episode 45 is Start Before You're Ready. And I know just that episode, reading through that part of her book, it was super helpful. Yeah, you might just tab that for every time that you find yourself like saying, I'm not capable, I'm not good enough. Yeah definitely a good one to reread multiple times Mm -hmm. okay chapter three get under the ice cap keep asking the important questions yes so the premise of this kind of of this book is three main questions who are you where are you and what do you want so we are going to end up hitting on those questions in this episode but to get there we need help with we need god's help and we need him to kind of help us figure out what direction we're going in And once we get on that path, he's going to put the right people in the right places. He's going to equip you. So just know that going into all of this, if your dream is aligned with Jesus and what his purpose and plan for you is in this life, then all the things will line up. 
Yes, answering these questions will probably lead to some change, but we are supposed to be new creations in Christ, so nothing will be new if nothing changes. Right. So again, by tackling these three questions, it'll help you accomplish things in the future that you haven't been able to accomplish in the past. Right. The only constant thing is change, right? So you might as well be changing for the positive, changing towards your goal, moving in an upward trajectory. We talk about that a whole lot. Yes. And he does, again, doesn't sugarcoat it for you. Uh, but like you said earlier, he, he gives you some hard truths, but... It's in such a way that you're still smiling as you hear them, mm-hmm. but that um, we're going to have to dig through some junk. We're going to have to get rid of a few things. Uh, we're going to have to dig deep if we want to have big success. And it's worth it. Always. Um, so then that moves us right into chapter four. So the next three chapters are going to cover those three questions. Who are you? Where are you? And what do you want? Which every time we read that, we're brought to the notebook. What do you want? Yeah. I don't know. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. Now I'll, I can picture Now this. we got to watch that. Yeah. Team bonding. Okay. Okay. So chapter four, who are you? We can't fix what we don't understand. Right. So if you are even friends with someone, I know still with Morgan, I'm like, man, I can't figure this guy out still. Like, he's still a puzzle to me with some things. And, you know, like weird quirks, or I have weird quirks. I'm like, I don't know who I am the way that, that I am. So there's that. Yes, I think of all the things that Jacob's able to fix that I don't understand, mm-hmm. such as garbage disposals, electrician mm. stuff in general, plumbing. <laughs> I mean, you name it. I love it. I love having those things, but I don't understand them. Yep. So in this, book, in this portion of the book, Bob talks about how you need to kind of unpack whatever it is that you're carrying or holding on to, and that there's massive power in self-awareness. And if you need a counselor to walk you through that, go do that. If you're like, I don't even know where to start with a counselor. I need a Christian counselor. I don't want to just Google someone. Then you can start with your home church and ask one of the pastors there, and they can point you in the right direction. Yes, and if we can make seeing a therapist and counseling less taboo, you may even have really close friends that are seeing counselors and therapists, and who doesn't like a good referral from a friend? Right. Um, He definitely says, well, you need to take that time aside to fix what you don't understand. Um, So if that means setting up an appointment with a counselor, do that, or just be diligent about taking that time. If you are worried about that first step or not really sure if you want to do that, then we suggest listening to our Enneagram episodes where you will definitely get to know yourself in good and bad ways. And the first um, mini-series is episodes 11 through 17, and that's the path be- or the road back to you. And that's about finding your Enneagram number and what it means, your weaknesses, strengths, all that kind of stuff. And then episodes 65 through We'll say 78 because 78 is an Enneagram Christian book. 77 is our Enneagram gift guide. So those are the extras on there. So starting with 65, that's the path between us, and that's how numbers play nicely with each other. There are lots of personality typing programs out there, but we are big supporters of the Enneagram because it looks at what Bob Goff refers to, which is the core motivation behind your actions. So some personality typing programs only look at what you do, but um, the Enneagram looks at your motivation behind it. And he even brings up the question, the why did I do that? So if you find yourself making certain choices, taking certain actions, 
and you have the awareness that, like, why am I doing that? I know I don't want to do that. Why do I do that? The Enneagram's definitely for you. Yes, and he also makes it a point that you need to press on through this work. It's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies, and you're going to have to push through it because it's worth it when you get to the other side. Yeah, he describes it as a power in Mm self-awareness and says that you have to know who you are before you can decide who you're going to be. Um, So I always think of like someone that I want to be, but that's based on who I'm like maybe pretending to be for everybody else. Right. Whereas like if I wanted to align with the core identity of who I am, that could be someone totally different. So um, you got to get you got to get to your core, man. Yeah, and who did God call you to be? You, uh, our pastor, one of our pastors recently said. So he's David Griffin is who I'm referring to. Episode twenty five. If you want to hear his episode on spiritual grit, but he talks about you can't be anything that you want to be, but you can be everything that God wants you to be. And I really like that because if God wants you to be an astronaut, great, get after it. But if you want to be an astronaut and he's got other plans for you, then we need to think about that and make sure we're aligned. I like that you're able to recall stuff like that because I wanted to refer that to our friends, but I couldn't remember the episode. I can't always remember. I have to look it up. Sometimes I have a cheat sheet next to me. I just want you to know that you impress me. You impress me. Oh, stop it. All right. Chapter five. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you? It takes courage to get (laughs) honest about your location. And we're not talking coordinates, because that's sort of helpful, I guess, if you're lost. But other than that, I really like the story he uses from the Bible. So Adam and Eve, once they've eaten from the fruit, they've realized, oh my goodness, they felt shame, they covered themselves up, they hid, and God's walking around going, where are you? We know that God knows the answer, but sometimes we don't know where we are. And we haven't checked in with ourselves they might, this was the first time they were ever feeling that feeling. So maybe they didn't even have the vocab or the words. Another reason why counseling is really good because they can actually give you the words of what you're feeling. Same thing with the Enneagram. Yeah, I, exactly what you said, Brooke. I like how he's asking, like, where are you emotionally, mentally, spiritually? Um, and I definitely feel like good friends ask that uh, when they're checking in. Like, if I, if I go to, coffee with you I don't have to ask where you are physically because you're with me but um a phrase a lot of people say well well where are you at with things and to me that's um like you said is what God where he was coming from yeah and so it might be a physical thing maybe you want to physically be somewhere else like oh man a beach sounds really great right now (laughs) but this chapter is going to look more at where you on this figurative path towards your ambitions. To talk about the Enneagram again, we interviewed Whitney Russell Stabile in episode 70 through 72, and she talks about how different numbers have a different body response. And so it's been interesting now that I've heard her insight, whenever I'm feeling a feeling, I can catch it quicker and analyze it quicker and process through Because now I'm listening to what my body is saying. Yeah, your body gives you some clues at times. So if you're having trouble tapping into your emotional side, but you're pretty aware of your physical responses, those are definitely great episodes to check out. What were they again? 70, 71, 72. Man, I tried to stump you. Not (laughs) successful. Just kidding. Yeah, I like the phrase he gives in this section on, you know, where you at. 
with, he says, if you want to get in a race, you need a starting line. And so literally, like if you want to enter a race, one of the most important things you got to do is know where the starting line is, what time does the race start, how long is it, you know, what's the weather going to be like, all the things. And so, like you were saying earlier, it is a painful process possibly that you got to work through, but you can't race if you don't know where to start and when mm-hmm. to be there. So right. I like at the end, I saw it as like a mindset shift. And so he said... Don't let this kind of honesty discourage you, so shift your mind to look at it as the opportunity to get on the path towards your ambitions. So if I was showing up for a race, I could look at like that morning and getting there on time and getting to the starting line as like super stressful and overwhelming, but I could shift my perspective to this is part of the process so I can run my race. Right. A couple of different ways I could look. We are really big into journaling. And you could even journal what you're feeling, how you're feeling, what are those emotions that are happening, why are they happening, try to get down to that motivation. If you don't want to have that conversation out loud with a human yet or with Jesus, write it down. And then another step could be, hey, and we've talked about this before a few episodes ago, hey, Farron, can I take you to Starbucks? And we can chat and have a lovely conversation. Then the last three minutes, we just lay down our last 2%, as Jenny Allen would say. And then we, okay, bye, okay, bye. (laughs) Healthy vulnerability and the power of a good Christian community around you. Yes. Okay, so we've covered who are you, where are you, and the last central, central question that we'll be looking at in this book is what do you want? And I love that he starts right away with like, Forget the Miss America answers. Yeah. <laughs> world peace. Yeah. And Everyone if, wants world peace. Everybody yes. does. That would be great. does. Yeah. But I think that's kind of um, something that we hide behind. Mm-hmm. Right? Or maybe we say, well, I'm not going to pursue this because I should really just want world peace is the only example now coming to mind. <laughs> Feed the hungry. Um, get clean water to everybody. And those are all great things. But if they don't directly align with your ambitions and your giftings, then you got to find your unique way to contribute to mm-hmm. the world and furthering his kingdom. And if you, even if you did have a passion for clean water everywhere, you and maybe you're really good at marketing, there are those straws, those filtered straws you can work on the marketing end of that and get them out to people. People want to buy them and ship them and donate them. So that's how a gifting could possibly play into a bigger role, if that's your thing. But he talks about making a list now. And we do something, just we do this often when we brainstorm. Mm -hmm. If we're just word vomiting, we open a blank Google Doc and we set a timer. Uh, Typically, it's three minutes. We set a three-minute timer, and when we hit start, we just start blah, 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 and we just type as fast as we can and make a list of whatever it is we're working on. So that would be a suggestion for you if you can type as fast as you think or write as fast as you think. Or have someone write for you. Speech to text option. Oh, well, that, well, goodness <laughs> gracious, you're so wise. Nah, you know, there's accommodations we offer. <laughs> um, no, I like that process too. And w- what I like about that process that we do is if you have like an ugly idea, you say it to get it out of the way mm-hmm. to get to the mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, so it's really good. You don't have to have three minutes of golden ideas oh yeah you want like half of it to be garbage because then you're like oh yeah i remember why i didn't like that one <laughs> it'd be hard to choose if you had too many ideas oh, yeah. that were just awesome right <laughs> yes 
So just start your list. Just start it. So take, you can hit press pause now and take three minutes and write down all the things you want. Yes. I think some, and he says this too, he talks about how um, we think we're doing what we want, but those actions are truly just distractions or um, we don't want to risk being hurt by pursuing what we want or disappointed by it. And so we feel like, we're taking either a safer route or we, we convince ourselves, right, like to just settle. And so making this list isn't going to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you find yourself in a rut or stuck or just like down and out, then maybe that's the push you need to find a new ambition. And so, again, it can, it's going to be quite the process, but start with a list. Just get started. We've said that multiple times we actually have a thing for you it's also zero dollars and zero cents it's our passions and giftings finder and it walks you through this step and it helps you categorize okay now that i've made this entire list what are some commonalities i'm seeing here and what am i good at which of these things are am i good at they light me up this is fun or easy have think about like if someone's like man you do that so well or and you're like oh that was easy (laughs) That might be a skill set that you do have, you just didn't know you had it. Exactly. And obviously, this is a very important part of the process of chasing your ambitions because as soon as you can get very specific about what you want to do, then that'll lead to the next steps. So sometimes I think people develop an ambition, but they're like, but I wouldn't know what to do even if I wanted to pursue it. But once you know who you are and what you want and where you're at, then you'll be able to ter- determine what to do next. So um, just trying to get back into shape, feeling like a healthier me, I've started, you know, okay, I want to be a healthy woman. And that isn't very specific because I don't want to put a certain pound or a certain pant size. I want to just feel good. And so then that's been determining different choices I make by asking myself, well, what would a healthy woman do in this Mm -hmm. situation? So, I mean, I have a treadmill at my house, a a bench press squat rack thing. I have all these options, and so I could scroll on social media all these days, but a healthy person would get on the treadmill a few times a week. That's something we've talked about, too, and I think in our maybe our grit mini-series about, like, okay, well, what would a financially sound person do? Mm-hmm. What would they do with this decision right here? Oh, okay, they wouldn't buy this. Okay, I'm not going to do it either because I want to be that. So that's that's great. Thank you for reminding me of that, Farron. And it's important underneath all of this, everything that we're saying, it's aligned with God. It is his plan for you and how you can further the kingdom. So keep that in mind the whole time. Yeah, I do think some people wonder if they're being selfish, especially moms. Well, maybe that's because that's all I talk to. But (laughs) I feel like moms and women, we sometimes think that we're being selfish when we have these goals and aspirations that we're going to, you know, sacrifice and make our family suffer in pursuit of those. And I do think there's a way around it. I mean, take us. We record late on Friday nights when our children are sleeping. (laughs) Yes. Um, That way our family isn't like somehow suffering in our absence. And there's bunches of women that do it in all sorts of ways. But I do think that sometimes we wonder if we're being selfish with these um, thoughts. And so again, 
uh, get into God's word, God's scripture, spend time with him in prayer. And as long as you're aligning your pursuits with him and his truths, then you won't have to wonder if it's selfish. And that's probably not coming from God. (laughs) So we talk a lot about holding those lies up to the truth in the scripture, but truths about God and his character. Mm -hmm. And so I would bet that that's not coming from him. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that God has specifically given you a specific skill set. Even if Farron and I are great at reading books and analyzing things, you, Farron, are good at certain things and I'm good at certain things. So with our powers combined, we equal witty and gritty. So who can you maybe play off of? Um, I think it's good to, if you have a similar gifting of someone else, sure, pick their brain, but don't do it the way they do it because you're you. So do it the way that God wants you to do it. Yeah, I, I like when uh, Bob Goff says, keep your eyes on your own paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blinders on. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up part one of part, part one. Of one. Part one. <laughs> yes, chapters one through six of Bob Goff's Dream Big. Yes, and we'll see you back here for part two of part one. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with part one of part one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We help busy Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have happier, healthier lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes. 